Welcome to the Holsey B. Mark radio station. Listen, share, follow. Be part of the journey. Listen to things from cryptozoology, UFO, comedy, music, interviews, Freddy the Free Car Show, and much, much more. Enjoy the show. Area 52 Australian Top 5 Spookiest UFO Sightings Mass Sighting at West Hall High School The West Hall incident is often referred to on the dark corners of the web where Angel Fire websites dwell as Australia's most significant Mass UFO, UFO sightings occurred in 1966 at West Hall High School in Melbourne. Over a hundred students, teachers and members of public claimed to have seen three metallic objects in the sky hovering closely. Afterwards, witness claimed they had paid a visit by men in black. The teachers said they were told to dismiss, dismiss the incident by police and police military authorities, a case of mass hysteria or something more. Frederick Vandrake, the pilot that vanished. In 1978, a 20-year-old pilot, UFO enthusiast, was flying over the first strait, separating Tasmania and mainland Australia, where he radioed off air traffic control in Melbourne. In tradition, transition, a young man disclosed an object hovering 300 metres, 1,000 feet above him, and said it was not an aircraft. He made statements like it was, had a green light and a sort of metallic light on its outside. It's coming for me right now. Before the signal was lost, his plane disappeared and a trace mystery intensifies. Kelly Cahill, X-File Inspire, Inspiration, an Australian lady for the cinnamon Kelly Cahill, was a reference to the first reboot episode of the X-Files because that's how cool Case is. In 1993, she and her husband were driving through Dunnog Ranges, D-A-N-D-E-N, N-O-G, when they saw a big old blimping thing and went to get a closer look. Next minute, Cargo wakes up in her own car, feeling oddly relaxed. The couple returned home and only realised that they lost an hour incredibly, but only that Cardell had a painful triangle mark near her belly button. Only a few weeks, over the next few weeks, Few weeks, he's experienced flashbacks of it. Flashbacks eventually appearing on TV to program tonight, today, to tell a story of the adoption. Between six and eight, I would assume. They're fairly intense, or? Yeah, they're very close together as well. Right, okay. Four years ago, Kelly Carr was a mother and housewife with no interest in spaceships or aliens. Now she's using technology to reconstruct images of her own encounter. It does give the idea of the lights there, but, you know, the the brightness of the light, it gives a good impression, except that the colour doesn't seem right. Kelly's account starts in August 1993. 
my husband and I were driving up to my girlfriend's place uh, in Mombok, which is in the Dandenong Mountains. We were driving on Belgrave Hallam Road, and it was just on dusk. I saw what I thought was round orange lights in the field. It looked unusual to me. Later that night, retracing their route home, Kelly noticed something else unusual. It's about a, a kilometre or so in front of us, uh, about twice the height of the treetops, tree we could see this um, uh, object, which at first I thought was a blimp. It had the shape of a blimp, but it was light. As we got closer to it, the, the light seemed to sort of separate, and it was actually these uh, a row of round lights, and they were orange. It appeared like there were silhouettes standing in these round orange circles, like people, but you could only see the black outline. Well, I just said to my husband, there's people in there. And the minute I said that, it shot off to the left of us. Within one or two seconds, it was gone completely. About a, a kilometre uh, or two further down the road, as we kept driving, I came across what, uh, at least what I thought, was a screen or a wall of light across the road. And my heart started racing, and the adrenaline was sort of pumping through my body, and I'm thinking, we've just seen this back down there. We're, we're in for, you know, a close encounter. Then the next instant, I think... We seem to have um, actually covered a fair distance that I don't even remember covering. It might have been possibly close to a kilometre that I don't remember uh, actually travelling. <clears throat> there was no light. There was, you know, there was nothing blocking the road. Kelly says it wasn't until weeks later she remembered actually getting out of the car that night. Then I saw that there was a, um, a another car that had pulled up a hundred metres down the road. I walked around the front of the car to where my husband was standing on the other side and uh, we started walking across the road together. As we were walking across the road, I looked down and I saw that the other people were getting out the car and starting to walk as well. So I was quite happy that there was other people there who were seeing the same thing that we were. And we walked up along here to, to um, where the fence is. Right out in front of us is this, this huge craft. I was totally awestruck, you know, it was, uh, uh, it was, it was science fiction coming to life. There wasn't any fear then, it was just all, total awe. We stood here, I guess side by side, my husband and I, for about 30 to 45 seconds. Then this tall, dark being just appeared in front of the craft, and, and he was followed by about another seven or eight that appeared straight behind him. I felt this energy go through me. It's like nothing I've ever experienced before in my life. It was like some sort of low-level frequency that came in waves, but it was so dense that I could actually physically feel it going through my body. And that feeling absolutely terrified me. It was like... Uh... That was a sample from the Kelly Kelhill encounter. The following, the case of the Knowles family, believers like Mary Roswell, Rodwell, say that 1988 experience of Faye Knowles, her three sons and her two dogs, is one of the most significant close encounter testimonies ever. After reportedly involving several witnesses, the story goes, goes involves family witnessing an egg-like bright structure and went on a high-speed chase against the object.
Five minutes in with a car, family car being lifted on the road as a dust, red, black dust. High pitched and horrible smell over on the car. I felt my brain was being sucked out, said the oldest son, battery. Time. Da dum, da dum. UFO attack. Family. Nuremberg. Nuremberg. Terrified members of the Knowles family claimed a bright flying object sucked their car off the ground. It was early yesterday morning when the Knowles family had their close encounter on the Nullarbor Plain. About halfway between Melbourne and Perth, their blue Ford Telstar was chased by what they told police was an extremely bright white light. The egg-shaped object hovered above the car, lifting it more than a metre off the ground. Police at Seduna in South Australia were today at a loss to explain the sighting. The sun. Samples of ash taken from the Knowles car have been sent to police forensic scientists <laughs> for study. So far, the results of those tests are unknown. Tony Coglin, Eyewitness News. A head mash and a lead. Bizarre kind. A Perth family. Wilcliffe Well served to describe UFO capital. UFO hovered his rejoice. Australia's got its own tiny town, chock filled with cute alien spying posts. It's a great place for road sign Instagram. Winscliffe Well is known, is found in Northern Territory. It calls itself the UFO capital of Australia. Here's a bit from Winscliffe Well, Stuart Highway, Northern Territories. Welcome to Wilkerfell, capital of Australia. Yeah, great aliens, spaceship, patrons outside. Looks like an old ship. Humans also welcome. And that's enough for me. Wycliffe well Holiday Park. CFO Capital. UFO Capital of the World. 